Good evening, Patriots. It's still Friday, March 18th in the year 2022. You know, I'm. we're going to get into the children again tonight. And it's just unbelievable how sick these people are. I'm trying to wrap my head around this, and there's only one conclusion I come to. That they are absolutely sick to the soul. These must be, they're demons we're dealing with. Literally, I just, we'll get into it here in just a minute. Um, before we begin, let's talk about health. And your health is so important right now. And keeping your immune system strong is so important right now. And keeping your immune system boosted is so important right now. And that's why we have the whole line at Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. Expedition Coffee is the branded coffee for Bards Nation. It is an amazing product that was engineered to give you a boost in energy and a sustained mental focus across the entire day and also help enhance your immune system. And that goes along with the other products on Expedition Coffee site, which all work together in kind of a health ecosystem. Those include the Gut Health Triad, which help heal and seal your gut, because leaky gut is a major problem for our health, and it's very common. And we have Immune XP, which is an immune booster, which is based on pine cone extract, which also has high levels of vitamin C. We have Earth, which is a nutrient powder. You mix it with water and drink it like a shake, and it gives your body everything it needs for the full day. And Pure 47, which is a fantastic colloidal silver extract refined down to a nano level which can isolate the pathogens that you're exposed to. And this is particularly important in this day of shedding with this crazy stuff going on with this bioweapon. So keeping your immune system strong, there's a lot of environmental stresses, a lot of other stresses, and we have to deal with that. So I would really encourage you to head on over to Expedition, X-P-E-D, X-P-E-D, Expedition, ExpeditionCoffee.com. And check out the great line of products there that really will help you restore your health sovereignty and keep you strong and healthy during this time. And speaking of health, sleep is another critical issue. So if we deal with sleep, then there's no better company to provide sleep products. And you, by the way, these are not ingestible, just so we're clear. That's MyPillow.com. And it's important to get good sleep because that helps boost your immune system and helps bring it all together. So MyPillow.com. And you can use your promo code there, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. And you use that to boost your overall health just by getting a good night's sleep. And I'll tell you, I've used all of these products, and together they're fantastic. My pillow products I've used now for almost a year, and that's I swear by them. They, they actually make a significant difference, and I'm not one that gets a lot of sleep, but I value what sleep I get, and these products make a huge difference. The, I have the Giza sheets, which are fantastic, unbelievable. I don't know what, what they do to them. Just an amazing cotton. The MyPillow pillows do make a significant difference. They're as good as Mike Lindell says they are. I have their comforter, which I love. Their towels are fantastic. All of these products are on sale now as well. That's If you head on over there and use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you'll get huge savings. 60% off on Giza sheets, 50% off on My Slippers on men's and women's sleepwear. And also, uh, you've got my pillows down as low as 1998. When you're using that promo code, you can use it on my pillow, 
frankspeech.com and also my store site over there. And the best part about it is you know that you're going to get a company when you spend your dollars there that believes in the same values we do, a company that prays, a CEO that fights for liberty and has Christ in his heart. You can't get much better. And how we use our dollars is a critical part of our vote and taking our country back. So again, mypillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards. I'm going to read you a headline, and it's going to get you upset. I'm just forewarning. Children's Hospital directs boys to sex toy shop in instruction manual on how to tuck their genitals. Also provides guides on chest binding for girls and puberty blockers. This is coming from the Dorn Becker Children's Hospital in Portland, Oregon which is considered to be one of the best children's hospitals in the country. If this is best, they can burn them all down. This is incredible. I'm going to read I'm just going to read you the article, the first couple of paragraphs. I just want you to hear this. The Dornbecker Children's Hospital in Portland, Oregon provides an instructional guide to boys on how to tuck their genitals. The hospital which bills itself as Oregon's top-ranked Children's Hospital states, tucking can reduce any concerns you have about your body, how your clothes fit, and how safe you feel in public. It continues, the guidance from the gender clinic of the Children's Hospital states, tucking is moving the penis testicles or both away out of the way. This makes the genital area look smoother and flatter. Despite the guidance being directed to males and male genitalia, the hospital asserts people of all genders can tuck. Not me. I don't tuck. I swear I'm going to make a t-shirt that says I don't tuck. These sick people, they're going after the kids at full force right now. And this is a twisted group of people. I keep saying this over and over. If you think this fight, even if there's some sort of big red wave, which Dan Scavino posted today, and I hope Dan's right. I'm going to be honest. I I really am looking forward and hoping that Q is right and Dan's right. I'm hoping they come in with a massive military force and beat the stuff out of these people. Arrest them all. Every damn one of them. And I would be happy for that without any problem. So, as I said, Dan Scavino put that up on True Social today. A red wave is coming. And I hope he's right. But in the meantime, we have to deal with what we have. And that's, that's hopeful thinking. I'll pray on it and ask God to, like, I hope you will too. And we can pray on it tonight to pray for an in an intercession on this stuff. But the first thing that comes to mind is Luke 17, 2. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea than that he would cause one of these little ones to stumble. That's pretty much the entire hospital staff at this point. I think it's important to say this, that people need to hear it. And if you're listening out there, please listen. 
if you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, if you're going to sit by and you know this is wrong, unless you're one of those freaks that is somehow believes like they apparently do down at Disney, that grooming kids should be your right, which if that's the case, we have a problem. But unless you're one of those freaks, we are right at a point right now where if there's any nurse or doctor that's supporting this, you are the same as if you are a freak. You cannot use the excuse of keeping your job or of not speaking up because the administration is going to smack you down or whatever else anymore. This is done. We've had so much of this stuff come out of the, the COVID thing. Now, one thing I will say in fairness, there's been a lot of nurses that have been discharged. And I think that that has been intentional to clear away those that would not be compliant with the agendas of this World Economic Forum, also known as the Nazi World Order. And the way that you're going to destroy a nation is to bring a nation down by going after, going straight after its kids. That, that's how you do this. And unfortunately, we are... Let me just play this piece because this is so on point right here. I played it yesterday, but it's so on point. Just listen to this real quickly. If you want to take over a planet, okay, if you want to completely take over a planet, the first thing that you have to do is you have to take out the alpha males or the, strength of the strong males from the planet because the strong alpha males protect the divine feminine. Through television and films, how they are feminizing men more and more and more. You'll see women dressed up, men dressed up in female clothes. This is not to empower the female in any way. This is, this is, this is a trick to, to make it look like that it's empowering the female when in fact it is um, taking, away this, taking away the protection from the female. The feminism movement that happened in the 60s was to um, destroy the family unit from the inside out. All of this that they're doing is to target the nuclear family, God's family, and the traditional family. They're doing this completely. And everything they do here is to try to undermine that. The whole idea, there's a story that came up the other day of two guys renting, I love this term, renting out a woman's womb so they could have a kid. I don't, this is crazy. I mean, I, we're watching pure evil right before us, and it's just in the open dancing around. It reminds me of like an army of golems. Because even the orcs weren't that bad in, in Lord of the Rings, if you've ever read that book. They were vicious and mean. They were like super ad adrenaline and um, testosterone driven. But this is these are freaks. And you're dealing with a, a class of people that are hiding behind various titles. Watch how they're doing this. So you have a government that is consumed with weenie snippers and gender flippers. And they're hiding behind the rights of things like, well, I'm a woman. You, you, can't, you, you can't insult me because I'm going to use the me too thing on you. Literally, that's part of it. You have a bunch of Nazis that are coming out of Ukraine 
that are all hiding behind their fake title of being Jewish, which is giving, marring every, I don't know how the Jewish culture even stands for this. And, of course, we've already seen, and we've seen it from the pulpit all the time, the fake, I'm a Christian, as we bang the pulpit with telling people that Jesus would take an injection. They have infected everything. So I'm being fair across the board. There's no hate here. This is just calling out evil. And this is a fascist movement that has so much this is deceit for humankind, and they are so dark in their soul. I want you to think about what I'm going to say here. Listen very carefully. These people are so sick and so bent on destroying you and I that they are literally willing to flip their gender themselves to hide in the open. They have no fear of God, none whatsoever, not these. There are some that have fear of God, but not the ones at this level. They think they are gods. Someone we all deeply appreciate and love, our mod bear has said it once, there's nothing worse than a non-believer. For that matter, nothing more dangerous than a non-believer because they don't fear God. These are some evil people. And we have to confront this in a big, big way. And we can't continue to sit on the side and just like, oh, well, I don't know. We, maybe somebody will come in and fix it for us. This isn't going to happen that way. I mean, we're in a bifurcated world. I've talked a lot about this over this last two years. And I talked about it before we got into it because I could see it coming. And again, this is, I'm not tooting my horn. That's just, I, I will just say it this way. That's just God giving some eyes to see, okay? And all glory and all praise to Jesus, seriously, because we are here because of God. We are here because of the grace that he's given, and we continue to walk in this fight with boldness because we have a Savior, a Lord, that has literally given his life for us to have life and to carry the burden of our sins. And now we have some. This is me talking so I don't going to get anybody's feathers ruffled. I think we have always a debt to pay, and that debt is not sitting on our butt or in a pew waiting for something to happen because we're praying all the time. It is time we bring this to the streets and let the voice of God be heard through us. It is literally disgusting what they're doing to kids. I mean, we've got a war going on in our children, and we talked in the last hour about all this redirection there look at ukraine don't look at what's going on in mexico look at ukraine don't look at what's going on in canada look at ukraine don't look at the executive orders that are being rolled out to get control of your money all of these things but there's another big one here which is look at ukraine and please ignore the fact that we are genetically changing and mentally screwing up all of these kids when you start using hormone blockers and beta blockers, it's not repairable. Once they start them young, they are now become sterilized and they cannot undo that damage when they get older. The parents that are doing this, man, I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd volunteer about 10 millstones per. 
or maybe maybe half a millstone so then they can like their head will bob up and down a little bit i don't know but this is disgusting to me and it infuriates me on the willfulness of a society i mean the, the fact that this article comes out and people just read it and they're like oh that's bad I mean, where is the outrage where's our outrage for the for the children and if we're not speaking out about it and we're not pushing ourselves out to speak the truth on this, what are we, what are we going to testify before God? Uh, yeah, God, I read it. I read it in a magazine. Okay. Did you do anything about it? Um, well, I thought about it. I thought it was bad. Is that why I sent you so that you could say it was bad? What did I say? What did Jesus say to you? Um, was it something like this? No, I'll just repeat it for you. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea than that he would cause one of these little ones to stumble. That's our burden to carry as well, not just a projection out. And this is the problem we do. We project this out all the time and we go, oh, wow, that's bad if they do that. No, it's bad if we all do that because if we allow a child to stumble, we are all accountable for that. Matthew 18.10, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. Matthew 18.1-6, at that time the disciples came to Jesus, who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And he called a child to himself and set him before him and said, Truly I say to you, unless you are converted and become like, a, like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then humbles himself as this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. This is that place I talk about so much, that the warrior side of Christ, that we don't like to talk about because we want to talk about Christ being some, like, Soy boy hippie, which he's not. This is, you think, if someone thinks flipping tables is extreme, this right here lays it out. And the thing is, it's very clear that what it says there is it's, it would be better. Imagine this for a minute of what type of hell we are talking about when he says it would be better to have a millstone hung around your neck and be drowned in the depth of the sea than to be faced judgment for harming a child. That's what he's saying, right? To be better? The magnitude of, of sin that goes along with this, that of harming a child, when, and we, uh, we carry that sin. Nations will be judged. Nations are being judged now. We are in the valley of decision. 
and our actions that we're going through now and how we are laying out this future, how we are walking this path. Yes, we are all concerned about CBDCs and we are all worried about the, the next step of the COVID lockdown stuff. And we're concerned about the narrative war. Full stop right there. Full stop. Where is the outrage and the worry and the anxiety and even the fear of God's hand coming into this because of our failure to protect the children? I'll tell you what. There should every person that walks with Christ right now should be shaking in our boots. We should be on our knees asking Father for forgiveness, and we should be buckling up to get together to go start making very public statements and vocalized statements on protecting the children. We need to be in front of these hospitals. We need to be in these school board meetings. We need to be singing him. We need to be calling these people out. We need to literally be reciting Matthew 18, 1 to 6. We need to be reciting Matthew 18, 10. We need to be reciting Luke 17, 2. This is not an option, if I'm, in my opinion, because it's one of the greatest sins that we have as a culture. When we water all of this down, I want you to think about this again. Just listen carefully and, and imagine what I'm saying here very clearly. When you water the cabal down and you go down to their core issues that they target, what are they after the most? They're not after you and me the most. Sure, they, they don't like us. They want to enslave us or they would like to slowly get rid of us. They want to control us and enslave us with money. I got all that because we're an easy target because we're too stupid to figure out half the time that we're not supposed to be buying massive amounts of crap and instead we're supposed to be worshiping Father. But here's the deal. The one thing universally that these people are going for that is deep in our cultures, embedded deep in the shadows of our culture, is the mass destruction of God's children. And to me, this is how I read it. And according to what they believe, this fits right in. Because what the cabal believes is that they set up so many traps and black mirrors that we are constantly sinning. We are constantly doing such deeds against God's will that we will never, ever be forgiven. Now, I don't buy that part. Because that part goes contrary to what our relationship with Christ is. But I just want you to understand how this is in their own writings. They talk about this openly. And so the number one thing that they go after are the children. And there's many reasons why they go after the children, but at the core of it, they know that we will do nothing. And they know it's one of the greatest sins that we could ever do, which is to do nothing to protect the children. They say things like, well, we we look at the numbers. I've done this. I've told you this. I came up with 750,000 to a million kids disappear every year. There's a person doing their PhD research on this right now. And their conclusion is that it's about 865,000. So my research is was pretty quick by comparison. Their research has been a three or five year study. And they have been looking very closely at all of this 
and they've come up to a couple conclusions. One, that the number's around 865,000 children go disappearing every year. And that they're, they do it on a rolling zip code. It's so well organized. They're literally rolling it by zip code so people won't notice the kids gone on a collective level because we're not paying attention. And then we listen to this narrative. This is one of the darkest and most accepted narratives out there. You look at it and they say, you go, there's 865,000 kids going missing every year. And they're like, that's a lie. Snopes comes in and does this normal truth talking, which is a lie. And they're like, that's a lie. That's actually not true. Most of those kids are just been reported because it's a reporting of missing, but they all return home and people go, oh yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, I'm sure it's exaggeration. No one digs. I did dig. I'd encourage every one of you to dig. Get to know these numbers. Get to know the stats. Get to know this whore that lives in our, as in H-O-R-E, not W-H-O-R-E. This nightmare that lives within us in our culture. Our children are being harvested. There was a report that out today, I didn't play the piece, but it's, it's unconfirmed, but I will tell you that I've heard enough of this now to believe it. I've heard that, and, I, and a reason I, I'm absolutely certain this is true in one capacity or another is because I did a research on Ukraine about a year and a half ago when I first dug into Ukraine, and what struck me the most was how easy it was for people of international origin to adopt children and how their orphanages were always full. And that those two things were like, okay, why are Ukraine's orphanages always full? And why is it so easy for a foreigner, non-Ukrainian, to adopt kids? And then you start looking at the legal firms that were behind this, and lo and behold, where do those roads lead? Always to the rich and the wealthy here in our states. So when I hear reports coming out, and I've heard these reports, I'll just recite them, I don't have any firm validation of these, but I have no doubt that in some framework here, this is true. I've heard that President Putin and his special operations teams, which would be known as Spetsnaz, have rescued upwards of three to 5,000 kids, that there are human sex traffickers moving kids in these across borders right now to escape the Russian hand because the Russians are killing them on site and they're even calling for capital punishment by hanging. Isn't that interesting? Because it goes back to that Jeff, Jesse Smollett garbage, which they tried to ban hanging by death by hanging. And it's now Putin that's calling for death by hanging for anybody, including, and he has apparently said, in anybody in this administration that shows up, he will deal with them. I heard today and cannot confirm that they apparently came out with, they found an adrenochrome lab where there was like 100 or 200 young boys being groomed. And when they say groomed, that isn't like stroking a horse with a brush. They're talking about massive abuse and extraction of blood afterwards to where they just become, they just become dead inside. And that's how they fracture them. That's how they create these, these very obedient sex slaves because they've broken them down into subalterns, which is part of the MK Ultra program. And rape and sexual abuse is at the core of all of this. When you see a hospital like Dornbecker talking about this, all they're doing is grooming kids. So I don't know what the dark side of Dornbecker is, but it's worth a dig. Because if Dornbecker's doing it, in, and they are a children's hospital, and Portland has one of the highest sex trafficking businesses in the country, 
The I-5 corridor is one of the most active sex trafficking corridors in the entire nation. You have all sorts of crazy players. One, Frank Munchian, who did, I don't know if he still does, owned Devil's Point and another place called Dante's. And Dante's is downtown Portland, and then across the street from Dante's is Voodoo Donuts, who just happens to always hire underage kids off the street. And there just happens to be, I'm, this, I'm not making this up, this happens to be on the corner of Dante's on a takeout. There's a pizza place by the slice. And there is a tunnel that rooms, runs between the two places. And the police won't touch it because Moonjin used to be the biggest cocaine dealer in Portland and he was untouchable because he's providing all the cocaine to the rich and wealthy on the Southwest Hills, which just so happens to get donut deliveries by the young kids when they have parties. Now, what do you think of that? And that's right in everybody's face, and that goes right under the title of Keep It Weird, Portland. That's the same place that they have Antifa. Where do you think they got Antifa incubated? And why is it they use these umbrellas in front of Antifa when they were in the riots? Because that's the MK Ultra trigger. Where did they get the MK Ultra training? It starts when they're young. You see, these cities are sick. And this is, as we're starting, as we see this from Dornbecker, this is a rabbit hole that every patriot out here better be digging on. Because we need this truth out. And this is part of our responsibility. God's not asking us to wield the sword of steel, but he is asking us to wield the sword of truth. And if we aren't wielding the sword of truth, we are not doing our service under Christ. And that means we need to start digging and start finding and start elevating. We are the watchers on the wall. We know that passage. And it's very important Matter of fact, I'm going to read it because this is truly, to me, our greatest mission right here every single day. And when it comes to kids, multiply this by a 1,000. The, the, the word of the Lord came to me. This is Ezekiel 33, 1 to 7. The, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, speak to your people and say to them, if I bring the sword upon the land and the people of the land take a man from amongst them and make them their watchman, and if he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows the trumpet and warns the people, then if anyone who hears the sound of the trumpet does not take warning and the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But if he had taken warning, he would have saved his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet so that the people are not warned and the sword comes and takes one, any one of them, that person is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. In my opinion, we're all part of that house. 
We have a responsibility to protect children. There are things that we can't do, or it's not within our power to do, not legally. But what we do absolutely have every tool at our disposal for beyond prayer and the wisdom God gives us is the ability to dig and research and share truth. I don't care if somebody doesn't like it. I, I'm, I'm serious when I say this now. I'm at like peak done with caring whether they, they like to hear the truth or not. Here it is. Here's the red pill. If you don't like it, you can take it orally or you can take it as a suppository. I don't care. I'll kick it into your backside if I have to. You're going to hear the truth when I'm done. And it's absolutely essential that we are that forward at this point with this because we are at a tipping point. The Hunter Biden laptop is back out and circulating. That in itself, when when you start looking at these people and you see that incestual relationships with the younger members of their family is absolutely normal, Joe Biden, oh, everybody's got a friend that I'm sure that's uh, been taking a naked picture of one of their intimate people and spread it on the internet. It's like, huh? Yeah, that's normal for us. No. What the heck? These people are absolutely twisted at the core. They're not even, I've said this before and I'm serious. I even said it earlier today. I don't care what they are. They don't get in my book the title of human. That's why I always call them lizard heads because they don't deserve to be a human. And when you're going after kids, man, I can't, I will just say this, Lord, make it hot and make it long and roast them forever because they don't deserve empathy. Our role, our mission daily. Look, I, I'm, I'm like this. If Jesus could forgive them, okay. But I'm not Jesus. And when it comes to kids, sorry, I'll, I'll stand before the Lord and say, you know what, God, I'm sorry. Father, I, I, I can't let this one roll. So I'm okay with that one. And I don't have any moral conflict. So when I say this, because when we get this whole nonsense going of like, well, we must forgive and we must always accept. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's well said coming from churches that are also doing the pedophile thing and the child sex trafficking thing. T.D. Jakes. Sick people, man. Sick, sick people. So I am exactly where I'm at comfortably and I am I am not having any conflict with my relationship with Father telling you this tonight. Our mission, expose the truth. Our mission, spread the truth. And with that, we launch it with prayers. And we launch it with absolute prayers every time to intercede, and to ask Father to lay his sword on the land. That's within our duties to, to claim dominion over evil and above all, to make sure that that dominion over evil protects children. 
And I always come to this place and I ask myself, I say, okay, so how do we fix this nation? And this is always the conclusion I come to. How do you fix a nation? How can a nation exist? A country, a land, whatever. How can a land exist with a people when it turns its back on its children, leaves that protection to the to the family members. It's like, that's your problem. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm sorry. Your kid got abducted, man. He didn't know about it. That's too bad. When as a society, we aren't standing up for the children. And then on the other end of it, we're kicking our parents out and going, well, there you go. Have a nice life. Thanks for raising me. Appreciate it. Mom and dad can't wait to get you into that retirement home. So I don't have the burden on me. The answer is there is no land to save when we're like that. There isn't even a people to save when there is like that. And it's going to take some hard fire and brimstone from a core amount of people that are willing to stand with father and walk this line and walk this path of fire to get these people back in line. And I'm in. And I'll, I don't care if it's me and Myself, I don't care if it's me and 300, 3,000, 300,000, 3 million. I'm not living under a rule in this nation with fellow people that turn their back on children and kick their parents out the door. That, you know, I look at that and then I say, oh, but look at all the, I hear this in the news every day. You do too. Oh, there's suddenly, we have to start worrying about the rise in, in deaths in this age group and this age group. I'm like, you know what? That sounds to me like a little bit of justice coming down raining on this country because we turned our back on God's blessing to us and God's wisdom class, both. What do we expect? What do we expect? In the meantime, CBDC's rolling out, and we're a little bit worried about how we're going to pay our bills and, and how we're going to Deal with a digital ID. Here's the answer. We're all going to get that. We're all going to end up getting it if we don't start standing up and doing our due diligence and our job as God's children to protect the newborn, to protect God's children. Don't be looking for an answer to fix our way through this thing if we aren't dealing with what God has tasked us to do. Luke 17, 2 again, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea than that he would cause one of these little ones to stumble. And if we're not doing our job, we're not, we're allowing these little ones to stumble. So let's get vocal, patriots. It's time to light it up. This stuff about kids, I, I don't understand the lack of outrage. I just, I can't get my head around it. Mothers are screaming, have been screaming for years on the autism issue, and people are like, well, it can't be. That's a conspiracy theory. That's because the media is telling you that. We have kids that are getting slaughtered by this injection. Well, we got another case of myocarditis. That sucks. Too bad. Yeah, it's kind of bad they're kind of going after the kids. Yeah, it's bad, all right. It's yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I that's probably like God's like, wow, man, I'm getting up a pretty short list of people that are gonna stay in the remnant. They keep this up. I got a lot of millstones to order. 
So, we have to flip tables. We have been warned. We were warned by Christ. And I'm, I'm just going to read these words again because this was the warning. And I just, I, I guess I come full circle and I'm like, how did we miss this? How do we miss this? How do we continually miss this warning that was given to us? Truly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become like, a, like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then stumbles himself as this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. That's whoever then humbles himself, excuse me. And whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. That should shake everybody. Because that isn't just said to them. That's also said to us. Let us pray. Father and Jesus, just sit with us tonight and hear us and hear our prayers. We are, this topic of children breaks our heart. And unfortunately, in a world which is so swirling with chaos, and we all feel at times that we're trying to tread water, we lose sight on the most important and most precious gift given to us, and that is the children. All of us carry this in one way or another. Our nation is being judged. So we humble ourselves before you, Father, tonight. And Jesus, please sit with us and hear us. Forgive us. Oh, forgive us. For what this nation has become and what we have allowed. And we pray for mercy. And I don't even know if we deserve that mercy But we do pray for mercy for where we are here now, moving forward. As we face this whore that has been allowed to fester and the destruction of your gift to us, which is life, on so many levels. We can talk, Father, all day about them we can talk about the things that are done but in the end too seldom do we talk about what we have failed to do tonight we have spent a lot of discussion about what we failed to do that leads us to here and now to sit before you and simply open our hearts and say please forgive us please forgive us But forgiveness, Father, is not enough. 
because we have a responsibility that we are still not doing. And that's a responsibility for us to wield the sword of the Spirit, responsibility for us to reveal the truth, to expose the darkness so it can never be darkness again, a responsibility to speak out and speak vocally on this topic and to do so with your blessing and grace and prayers for intercession on every one of these cases. Father, we need a bold move, a sword to this land to stop these horrors to the children, these unspeakable things that continue to happen. There are so many of them that are out of our reach. We, we even struggle at times with where to turn. That said, Father, point us in the direction we need to go. There needs to be some flipping of tables. There needs to be a wrath. We will sit here as a group and we will, I will, and I, I will leave others to make that choice. But I will say to you, Father, I will take the burdens of this nation on my shoulders for what has happened to these children. I would rather see them survive and have a good life, and I will bear that burden. And if others will join, then we will join together to let you hear our prayers that we will carry the burdens of this nation of what sacrifices need to be made. But Father, hear us, forgive us, and please help us save the children. They deserve this saving more than anyone. They don't deserve the hell that they've been brought into. Jesus, for all that you have done for us, the sacrifices that you have made, forgive us as well because we've not taken that gift well. We've not stewarded that gift well. So as we speak these words, we also ask one last thing this evening. Give us the strength of the warrior, the fire of righteousness, and guide us to where you want it to go and light that fire for us in such a way with such focus and direction that we will conquer this problem with you, that we will solve this problem with you, and we will put an end to this nightmare once and for all. Guide us, protect us. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is on us. It isn't on our police departments. For a thousand different reasons, they're not working. The corruption in our world is extreme. Communities have to start coming together and taking things in their own hands. County by county, neighborhood by neighborhood, we have to start being the advocates for this problem. If there is one problem that can unify people, it is the children. Sadly, there's two issues that will bring people to awaken in this nation. One of them makes me throw up. It's the fact that they're going to lose their money. So let that be so. The dollar is already on its death throes. The other one is children. Because if you're going to separate the wheat from the shaft, those, whether they have children or not, those that stand with the children, 
they're on the right walk. Those like those at Disney, they want to strike because they can't groom kids. Thanks to Governor DeSantis's new bill. I'll hand carve the millstone myself. We need a firm hand and we need spine and we need to reclaim this domain. This warfare on the kids has to end. And while I realize this is a heavy discussion on a Friday night, it's truth. And truth doesn't come at convenient times and truth isn't intended to it isn't intended to be. It isn't intended to be easy to swallow. But we have to take it and face it and move on with it. And I think all of us have a lot to speak to Father about on this. We each own pieces of this. No matter what, we own some of it. And it's time for us to do more. And he's shown before he doesn't need more than one David or 300 Gideon or he'll use a whole army, Joshua. But we need that fire of righteousness burning in every single one of us. And this topic has to get bigger and it has to get bigger fast. Enough is enough. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. We need some warrior prayers right now. Some prayers to heal this nation. Prayers to of forgiveness and repentance. And prayers for righteous indignation on those that harm children. We are blessed that Father loves us. We are blessed that he is with us and he never forsakes us. And we should never forget that. We are equally blessed of our Savior who sacrificed everything to give us life. So let us not forget that gift. And in the end, everyone always likes to say this, God wins. Well, no kidding. The question is, are we going to be at the finish line or are we going to be a part of the what's in the dustbin or dustbin? And to me, a lot of what will define us in the glory of God's eyes is how we handle this problem. Because this is a precious gift he gives us, which is children and life. And it isn't to be squandered or taken lightly. So when we know our mission, and our mission's clear, we have a lot of work to do. Occupy the land. Expand his kingdom. Mission forward. Have a blessed night. I'll see you tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. God bless the children. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the night's been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to level ground Oh, I can see it
sunsets down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow, oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith when your soul answers calls far away. Thank、you.